Oh, <laughs> I pressed it twice. Oh, episode two of Dystopian Hot Dog, and we've got a jingle. Yeah, we might not go with that jingle. No, no. In a long-term sense. No. But we had some feedback, didn't we, from uh, a listener? Yeah, our, well, the listener. The listener, yeah. We had, a feedback. We had feedback from the listener, Danny Northy, mm, my mate you. from Wigan. Yeah, 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 your mate. Uh, he was always going to be a mate, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was always going to be a mate. We're not, we're not going to get anyone of any profile who's not connected to us going, oh, I really enjoyed your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here's some feedback. Mm. No, it was naughty, wasn't it? Mm. And he mentioned that we should have had some kind of jingle, an introduction, some sense of production or razzmatazz. Yeah, and some sense of that, we, that we're asked mm. about what we're putting out there. Yeah. So we're pretending. So we're pretending. And um, so we, should we say our full names? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, no, you go first, because you right. sort of take the lead. Do I? I think so. I think I, I have a little bit, haven't no, I? No, but I'm not saying that with any objection. I think we've just fallen into that kind oh, of hierarchy. Mm. So my name's Marvin Dickinson. Mm. And my name's Tam Ryan. And... Uh, that feels like we've got a big bit out of the way there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome everyone yeah. to, to our cuddly little podcast. Yeah, the, the morning after. Yeah, that's why that jingle also felt terribly inappropriate because yeah. um, we're kind of getting over the fact that England have exited. Well, I'm not even getting over no, it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm still dealing with it that... England are no longer part of the 2018 World Cup. And yet we chose some kind of upbeat carnival, here come the clowns, yeah. jingle to sum up our terrible mood. Yeah. To me, thinking about it, the jingle sounds a little bit like an introduction to a video about direct sales, mm. something like that. Or someone... Joining or Avon. Maybe. I was thinking like a DIY instructional video. Yes. Someone with a with a wooden yeah, can we listen, wooden hammer. Can we listen to it again? Uh yes. Here we go. So you bought your new black and decker sander. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. And there's gonna be no practical advice about tools on this podcast. No, because I'm I'm not very adept at DIY, are you, Marv? No, not at all. In fact, I've got I've got um, an area in the kitchen to paint. We just had some plastering done, and it's mm. about three foot by six foot. Very mm. small amount of wall to paint, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. What about actually painting? About it? Actually, well, about we've had some paint for a long time in the kitchen in the in the garage mm. and Nicola my other half thinks it'll be okay I'm not convinced it's been in there about five or six years since we six years I think paint's five or six oh I don't know that six years it is quite a long time what what happens to paint though? what happens to paint I take it it's it's airtight it's been sealed you've not just left it with a lid open that would be stupid press the jingle again Welcome to What Happens to Paint. <laughs> That's what the jingle is, isn't it? It's a paint-based jingle. Yeah, it could be. We found it. Oh, Christ's sake. Look, we're laughing. It's just over 12 hours since we went out. I know. I know. I know. 
Uh, it's, um, and do you know what? what? What I thought waking up? I looked out of the, uh, looked out the window and there was no more sunshine. No it's more been sunshine. 28 degrees, hasn't it, for about two months, it seems. Yeah. And the more hours after England are eliminated by a very talented and experienced Croatian outfit, the sun's gone and, and Donald Trump is on a state visit. Yeah. It's like the fucking world's ended, isn't it? It's just, exactly. It's everyone's taken away every sort of summer happiness. Yeah. And you know what? Boris Johnson tweeted something last night. We're not going to get into politics, but Boris Johnson, highly divisive figure, controversial. He did some tweet last night about congratulating Gareth and the boys and all this, that and the other. And I just thought, yeah. I, know, I know we're not sure about swearing again, but, but fuck off, Boris. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. You shouldn't be anywhere near any sort of public forum right now. Go and sit somewhere else and think about what you've done. Just resigned from from government office, having presented. Oh no, I'm going to get all Brexited. No, don't. But so I retweeted what he'd said with a comment because I was feeling a bit chippy, and I put um, I can't remember what I put, but I put more front than South End. Mm. Now I that's a bit of a saying that I use because mm-hmm. I'm because I'm very limited in the vocabulary in my terms of phrase. I've used it before, and there's a South End based Twitter site that instantly retweeted it, and I don't know if it's a, a bot that's set up to pick up when South End is mentioned. It must be yeah. immediately retweeted it yeah. immediately. Yeah. So I'm thinking we should do a little test at some stage. We could say anything about South End. Yeah. And they pick it up and go, oh, let's put that out there. That's publicity. Yeah. Uh, do you know, I made, similarly, I made a derogatory tweet about go-karting once. But no, not go-karting. You know, you know the, uh, the, the, the knobs in Ibiza who hire the... the uh, what am I trying to say? The fucking cars, the little cars. What are they called? Quads, quad bikes. Quad bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's quad bikes, not go karts. Do you want to play the jingle again? Uh, I'm not set up for the jingle. <laughs> Just you've got to give me right a hand signal or something like that. Right, okay. For when you want the jingle, because I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word quad bike. So we're in Ibiza, the guys who yeah. work out the quad bikes. Yeah, I hate them pricks, though, don't yeah. you? Oh. I do, I do hate them. I know it's a bit ageist, but I just think they're all sort of 23, heavily tattooed and well-made up. Is it jealousy you're on about? Yeah, I think it is, mate. I think it's it is. jealousy, isn't I it? I just don't like the fact they get quad bikes. Yeah. But they, they, they're just making a living. They want to appear... They're not attractive. making a living. They're on holiday. All right. For, for, the, for the listener, Tam just pointed at me in an aggressive fashion then. I don't think he... I think he's struggling with last night. I am a bit. But... So, so you, you, do you hate those? You, so you just say you hate those pricks? Mm. Christ. I, I do. I do. I, every time I look at it, because I work abroad quite quite a bit through my work, Yeah. in a holiday destination environment, so if you're in an Ayanapa or a beef or somewhere like that, I find myself there. Now, I'm a 42-year-old man. I'm out of that scene. Yeah. I just, if someone's coming down the road on a quad bike, usually too fast, I immediately think that 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 person's a prick. <laughs> I'm, I'm everything that you're telling me is is I'm I'm just feeling jealousy, really. 
bit of anger. Because you mentioned your age as well, 42, a bit of a complex that you're not as young as you were. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't... Anyway, look, back to the original point. I tweeted about pricks on quad bikes. Immediately. Did you? Yeah. Immediately. What? In the aftermath of last night. No. <laughs> All right. No. This is a historical. I'm so tweet. confused. No, this was on the back of your South End analogy. Ah, oh, right. Of course. <laughs> oh shit! England have gone out. Fucking pricks with quad bikes. <laughs> yeah. That'd have been odd. No. So I, t- I tweeted something about quad bikes, and then immediately, literally within about a minute or two. That's not immediate, is it? But within a minute or two. The Quad Biking Association retweeted what I what I tweeted, just uh, and I was slagging quad bikes off. Yeah. And this was a pro quad bike organisation. Maybe they're that desperate for any level of, of Twitter based attention, they'll retweet anything. They were clearly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm thinking what the next step for us is surely is to um, retweet something about Southend being the AIDS capital. Of Essex, or something like that. See, they sit, they go, oh, wait, a bit of publicity here. It's a bit, it's a bit strong. Well, I think, I think there's something in it that we might see how, how the South End people deal with it. <laughs> I think it's too strong. <laughs> no, but I'm testing the water. I know South what you're water. doing. <laughs> you think going AIDS oh, is too far? AIDS is too much. You weren't prepared for it, so we. It's made me cry a bit. <laughs> okay. <sighs> we come, people might have come here for a gentle listen. And chuck. Mm. There's no. <laughs> Welcome to How to Be Offensive by Using HIV with me, Marvin Dickinson. And me, Quad Bikey Ryan, you yeah. pricks. <laughs> So football, get it out of the way. Yeah. Spent ten minutes talking about bollocks. Let's get it out of the way. Well, to be fair, that's sort of what this podcast is going to be. There's going to be no expert opinion here. I've I've made a rod for our own back for the next twenty minutes. Yeah, you have. But I think Harry Kane was struggling. You know, I've heard that Gary Neville alluded to it, but I I think it might come out that he's been carrying an injury the last few games. Yeah, he's not been the same, has he? No. Um, And he, do you know what? We. Hands down, Croatia with a better side, over 120 minutes. Yeah. However, had Kane scored that second goal, which a thick Kane, I think, would have done that yeah. chance. He'd have, he'd have put the first one away, he'd have certainly put the second one away. Yeah. <sighs> Disappointing. Disappointing. But, um, but the fact that it's 28 years, mm. you and I are both 42, we're both 14 we were both 14 in June 1990, if my calendar yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. So, 28 years ago, if it's another 28 years... Oh, Marvin, don't no, do mate. that. Don't do that. 70. I'm not, that's too early for that talk. Yeah. In well, that, I'm, I'm just saying, that's how my, where my mind's at. Uh, Radio 5 Live, uh, arguably a more professional organisation than you and I. I think it's arguable. It's debatable. We've lost the quad bike listening um, community population they've gone Pricks. they've gone anyone anyone poorly in South End who might have took umbrage to my earlier misplaced misplaced comments they've gone they've gone, they've gone. imagine if if you oh no I'm not sure if I can make that analogy 
Anyway, let's move on before you 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 you, you upset people. If before I upset people. Yeah. Yeah. So Five Live, they did a little piece this morning just after the eight o'clock news, and underneath the the back of it was David Bowie's "We Could Be Heroes." I'm I'm making my children the breakfast. My tears were in my children's porridge. Mm. My middle-aged tears into their youthful, effervescent porridge. <laughs> Harvey couldn't give a flying... F- he couldn't, he's not bothered about the doesn't World Cup. Care. He doesn't want his dad's tears in his porridge. No, I know. Yeah, I felt a little that I was a, a dereliction of duty as a parent last night because I, I watched the, uh, the game in, in a family setting environment, having a barbecue at my good friend Scott's house. Yeah. There were kids there. They were happy. There was a trampoline. There was various toys to play with outside. It was a mild evening. Uh, but I was swearing a lot. You swearing, mate. I was twitching my, my right leg. Yeah? Just all my involuntary movements like yeah. that. At one point, I kicked my daughter because of it, which I'm not proud of. It wasn't an intentional kick. It was just, it was a flick out, and she sort of thought, I'm not hanging around him. I could see it in her eyes. You've been reduced to a, a twitching, swearing, domestic violence. Oh, look at you tabloid that up. You call my, you call my daughter a bitch in episode one of this podcast. Are you still on And now you ki- you're telling me that you kick your own daughter. A misogynist, I'd say. Oh, look at you laughing at it as well. <laughs> trying not to laugh. I'm trying. So you hate quad bikers and women. <laughs> and then he laughs. The listener can hear him laughing. I'll tell you what, um, what's, <laughs> I'm moving on. Um, I think you ought to. First half, Luka Modric, absent from game. Oh, yeah. Second half, Luka Modric, controlled midfield. Yeah. And every time I look at him... He is the image of my first girlfriend, Alison from Wakefield. Your, your first girlfriend looked like First proper Modric. girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I think she probably still does. I mean, she's very successful now, works in marketing. But every time I looked at him last night with his little headband, I just thought about her sat in the passenger seat of a pale blue Mark IV right. Ford Escort. Naked. At, at times, not consistently. Right. And I look, I, every time I looked at Modric, it was I hated him, but I, lo- I loved him a bit. I loved him a little bit. Did you want to kick him? I wanted, I wanted to do things to him. Welcome to domestic violence. <laughs> so your first girlfriend looked like Luca Modric. That's interesting. Because he, he, he is quite, he is quite. Um, what's the word? Androgynous mm. in his appearance, isn't it? He, he won't, he won't look out of place in um, in a science fiction film, would he? Correct. He's Especially in the red and white. In the and the Kitty's quite futuristic looking, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. It, He'd work well in in a in the next Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, he? yeah, definitely. He wouldn't he wouldn't spend long in makeup, would he? But, no. but talking about Android, I don't know what that means, but carry on. Um, 
Um, Torres, I always found, was very androgynous and quite an attractive man in a feminine form. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I was thinking if, I, if, I, if there was ever the situation where you had to sleep with a footballer as a heterosexual man, I mean, obviously I'd go Modric for the memories. Yeah. Who would you go? Sorry, say the question again. Which footballer would I sleep with? Mm. Um, I don't know. I know, I've thrown that at you. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm immediately thinking long-haired brunettes. <laughs> Mark Haley. Oh, if anyone remembers Mark Haley. Yeah, because he had a very, very, very thin but shiny coat yeah, to his yeah. hair, didn't he? Yeah. And even when he was... He was um, Almost like a footballing Peter Stringfellow, mm. socks around his ankles, yeah. like glistening thick calves. Yeah. And um He'd give you a good night, I think. As he well. he would. He would I think he's the kind of guy it wouldn't be straight to bed with him. No. He'd be out, pissed up. <laughs> Maybe even a fight with some quad biking wankers. Ooh. Kick I'm, a few children I, and then I can see him at a casino playing crap. Yeah, yes. Can't in be. his in his Rangers kit. Yeah. Definitely in his Rangers yeah. kit. Sooness skulking around near the roulette table, yeah. <laughs> putting the head on people. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? You're just laughing at Sooness being violent. He's such a violent man, I'm very violent, am I? So, yeah, Hately, but also Brian Robson. What? 1982 World Cup, when he rises for that header against France. Yeah. And then again, I think it must be the calves, because I've got a very skinny leg. I've got no. my legs out here now. No, no, no. What? You can't, you can't sleep with Brian Robson. You said I can sleep with a footballer. I know I did, but no, no, such an icon like Brian Robson. That's wrong. Why is Brian Robson any more of an icon than Mark Haley? He was England captain. Okay, you've answered it straight away. Welcome to Losing Arguments Quickly with Marvin Dickinson. Here, I'll throw you one. Go on. Brian Kilcline. Brian Kilcline. A hairy man. Oh, a wrestle. It'd be a wrestle. I mean, a diff- very different experience with him, wouldn't it? <laughs> very different. But with his comment- I reckon he would leave his commentary shirt on, but nothing else. <laughs> In fact... He, he, he was that much of a, a couldn't give a fuck merchant. Yeah. He will go, he, I think he lives in Homferth near Huddersfield. How Have you been to Earth do you go where Brian <laughs> killed Brian? <laughs> I read an article about him. Okay. It was one of those, where are they now? Articles. Okay, okay. And you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, I think you'll be pleased to hear, but also it won't surprise you, he's still got the hair, mm. still got the mane, sounds like a lovely fella. Mm. But I reckon if you were to have a night with Brian Kilcline, you'd be getting ready. <laughs> Coventry shirt on, mm. and then nothing else. Maybe a pair of flip flops. Yeah. And he'd walk into home first. If it was anyone else, they'd get arrested or, or, or get into some kind of scrape. Mm-hmm. But because it's killer, because it's, it's killer. Brian Kilcline, yeah. he's there, he's showing his penis. He's in a pub in home Proudly, He's proud of he's doing proud, but, but I guess, I think, Tam, he's got to say to it, he's not proud of it anymore. It's just what he is. It's just him, isn't it? It's just him. He's stood in the rose and crown. Yeah. Hands on hips. Yeah. 
Like a statue. Yeah. Cock out. Cock. And he, he, he doesn't drink lager, I don't think. He's def- he'll drink a local brew. Mm, I agree. M- maybe it's a local brew named after him. Mm. When people go in, oh, a, pa- yeah. a pint of killer. A pint of killer cock. I think is 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 the is the local, and if that isn't the local brew around Homfirth in memory, of Brian Kilcline, they're missing a trick. You're right. That's what we've learned. I've got. Um, can I make a link to Brian Kilcline, Coventry City stalwart? Yeah. To famous Coventry City fan and actor friend of mine. God, almost forgot his name. Graham Hawley. Right, okay. Now that is this big big mates then, forgetting his name. Yeah, massive. Very, very close. Go on, carry on. Um, so very quickly this story, right? He is with Richard Keyes, although he's fallen out of favour. Yeah, we don't mention Keyes. We don't mention Keyes. Although him being a you, woman you, hater, you'd you're love gonna it. Su- I knew you were gonna suggest I had a lot in common with him. Like, like we were possible friends. Sorry, mate. Hang on, can I just put it on record? You're a lovely fella. You don't. You, you love women, don't I, you? I love women. I, I don't mean you're a womanizer. Oh, you, now look where you've gone with it. I know. You give me a little bit, and then you fucking straight back but in. But that's modern you? society. There's no middle ground. No. Tony Blair would never get elected now. You're either um, you're either a woman killer for them reasons, or you're a woman lover in mm. a womanizing ten in a bed romp type fashion. Of person. which I am neither. For the sake of no. for, for the record. Yeah. You're in between, aren't you? So so you're a big mate, who you always remember his name, Graham yeah. Hawley. Graham Hawley. Um, massive Coventry City fan. Yeah. There was an occasion, which we can't talk about too much, where I worked loosely for a prominent betting company, which didn't end well, which is another reason we can't talk about it. Really can't talk about that. We absolutely can't. Coventry City found themselves in the final of the then I think Johnston's Paint trophy against Oxford and uh, I went to the game with Graham and it was fantastic and then Graham got recognised as he often does because he played uh, John Stape in Coronation Street for some time Yeah, bit of a shady character in Coronation Street and the Coventry fans embraced him as their own and once a pocket of Coventry fans spotted him it kind of went round like a kind of Mexican wave murmur yeah. And there's 45,000 Coventry fans there. Right. And a large majority of those fans looked at Graham Hawley, pointed at him, at him and said this chant. Are you ready? He's one of our own. He's one of our own. The Curry Pedo is one of our own. <laughs> the Curry Pedo. How brilliant is that? And I was stood next to him. And I thought, oh shit! How did his face react? Was he proud of being the well, Coropedo? That's what I was trying to monitor. But I think he'd heard it that many times before. Oh. He was quite blasé. Oh. You know, if someone calls, if forty thousand people call you a paedophile in celebratory tone. Yeah. He's hard to handle, isn't it? Yeah. How would you? How, what would you do? But he just smiled. He just did smiled it? and sort of took it and went. That's right. That's right. That's who I am. That's right. And that's how I'll be remembered. Isn't that brilliant? I'd love to have a chant about me. Would you? Yeah. Misogynist. <laughs> the Yorkshire misogynistic bastard. 
88 quad bikes with pricks on. Yeah, yeah. That don't quite scan. No. We can work on it though, yeah. can't we? I know. We need a we need a better song with a better meter. It doesn't work at all. Good, so here we are with the next bit. I didn't have anything ready. Oh, oh sorry mate, I, I ran out of pattern. What were you setting me up for? Welcome to Football Fan Peel. Welcome to something, I thought you were going to continue Oh, that. sorry mate. I don't know, it doesn't sorry, matter. Mate. It doesn't yeah. matter, it doesn't have to be slick. No. But it's nice to play the jingle again, wasn't it? Mm. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, Brian Kilcline and Graham Hawley. What a combo, they'd be right on the night out around Homeforth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they communicate with each other, you know. Do they? He's he's quite big with the Coventry legends. He's such a massive Cov fan that he gets invited to various black tie events and you know dinners. That's and good. Like. I imagine both of them don't like keys. Oh well, Hawley's told me he's had a, a bit of a Twitter spat with keys. Yeah, keys took the moral high ground. Can you imagine Richard Keys. Taking a moral high ground. That's some, that's some sentence. In fact, if we hadn't gone dystopian hot dog mm. for the podcast, mm. Richard Keyes' moral high ground. It's close, a clumsy sentence. A bit clumsy, yeah. I'm regretting that. Mm. So what did, he, what did they have a Twitter spat about? I can't really colour in any detail. He's very righteous, though. And do you know what? He's so bitter, Keyes. Every now and again, say something flares up, like maybe an issue of sexism or something like that, especially mm -hmm. in a TV-based setting. Mm -hmm. Keyes is chirping away on Twitter. And I just think, Richard, mm. you've made your money. Yeah. You also made some mistakes. Just go away and have a bit more grace. Mm. But you can't, you can't change. I don't think he can change, can he? Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Interesting you'd say that he, he can't change because with those, I don't like werewolves. And you know, with those hairy hands, mm. I often thought he was changing during oh, a broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was very poorly as a kid. Do you remember when doctors used to come round to the house at any hour if you were poorly as a kid? They did do that. They did do. I don't think they do that anymore. I, I think they're... A under a bit too much stress. Yeah, he's not got time to nip out to some kid who just needs a bit of cowpaw, have they? <laughs> so I'm poorly. I'm four or five, late seventies, and I'm I'm led on the settee with a cold flannel on my forehead, mm. and I can hear Doctor Smith talking to me mum and dad in the kitchen. They've left me on the settee. Mm. It's late at night. What they've failed to spot is that on the TV is Curse of the Werewolf with Oliver Reed. Okay. I'm already delirious. Mm. I'm short a cowpole. I'm in a bad way. How old are you? Four. Mm. I'm that ill, I can't shout, Mummy. Or, Daddy. I probably would have just shouted my mum actually, not my dad at that stage. And so I was left in a delirious stage watching Oliver Reed turn into a werewolf. So, every, so you bringing up Richard Keyes, you've triggered me a little bit. I don't feel like I'm in a safe space, so you're happy to... You've got so many people that you victimise, haven't you? And to be fair to you, unwittingly. <laughs> Listen, I have got very little framework for four-year-olds in Preston. However, why were you watching 
a werewolf-based film at the know. age of four. I don't know. Why? Mate, look back at what happened to children in the 70s and 80s. Mm. There wasn't as much respect for children as there is now. Maybe my mum and dad saw it as some kind of weird ritualistic healing process. He's a bit poorly. Stick on a hammer horror. Maybe they just weren't asked. Maybe they were just not asked. Maybe they were just thinking, oh, Christ. He's ill, that little thing that... What's I know him again. Who lives with us. Him up. I know what cheer him up. Stick on an Ollie Reed, changing into something un unworldly. If it doesn't cheer it up, cheer him up. It'll f it'll fuck him for life. Either way, grow up. That yeah. was the attitude in the sentinels, wasn't it? Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> if you're ill as a kid, grow up. Why have you just moved a remote control from the arm of the sofa to a different location? I well, I was scared of knocking it off there. Oh, right. I see, yeah. No, we did have a practical. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've nearly done half an hour. Yeah. You wanted to talk about the Thai children stuck in a cave. We haven't done that. We haven't done that. Um, We're going to talk about Trump's state visit. We haven't done that. No. The Trump balloon that's been flown. We've not done that. But I think the listener is more bothered about which 1980s footballers we'd go to bed with. <laughs> I think that's what they're bothered about, really. But no, no, just, I just wanted to mention what an amazing feat. And, and again, one of those things, you know, with what we do for a job that isn't really a job. Yeah. Shit like this, basically. Mm. When you see what those divers have done. I know. The bravery, mm. the intelligence. Mm -hmm. The level of expertise, the it, just the intuitive ability to know what to do in a pressurised setting. Mm. Oh, just superheroes. I hate him a little bit. Oh, here we go. You, you, you're, you're lumping. <laughs> you are categorising the, the, the cave-dwelling heroes. You're putting them in the same well, boat. You're putting them in the same boat as the quad biking wankers. No, I, I hate them for different reasons, for noble reasons. All right, okay. Because, like you alluded to, the fulfilment they must get. From, Incredible. I mean, goodness me. But I mean, we, we just, like you said, we fumble through life, don't we? We go sport. Completely. We don't do anything meaningful. We are, we're not equipped. We haven't had the level of discipline to learn things like rescuing children from caves. Too busy thinking about ourselves. Yeah, we are. And that, you know, I can't help it. I, I look at them when, you know, when they're getting the, their accolades and when it cuts back to a nan in Stevenage saying, oh yes, Peter was always a lovely man. He was always a fantastic man. I don't know where she's from. But I look at those people and think, oh, I should have been a bit more like you, shouldn't I? Yeah. But I'm you not. Did, you did another good impression of an old woman, though. Yeah. Which, again, sounded like Jordan Henderson. <laughs> For anyone from episode one. Danny Northey will get that joke. Mm. But no, it, it's incredible what they did. Here's a couple of things that, that jumped out to me, though. FIFA... FIFA turned round because they were football, oh, young yeah. footballers. Yeah. 
FIFA turned around and said, oh, what those lads have been through, mm. there's 12 seats at the World Cup final mm-hmm. waiting for those boys. Mm. Waiting for them. Mm-hmm. Imagine those kids. They'd be like, oh, that's amazing. We've been in virtual darkness in a near-death experience for over two weeks. <gasps> We're going to go to Moscow. The doctors turned around and went, no, 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 they need to have some jabs. <laughs> what? What? Hang on. Hang on. Just give me a pill or something. Just give me something that's... Give me a once-over. Get me yeah. on that plane. Just look. Have a look at everything. Yeah. Have, look, I'll do a dance for you. I'm yeah. me. Yeah. Unbelievable. The, you know, apparently they're scared of them, like maybe having rabies and this, that, and having infections. But I read that the coach had been telling them to drink water that was coming down from the rocks yeah. rather than the water in the pool. So we had a bit of nouse. Yeah. You know, it's it's an element of misadventure. They shouldn't have been down there. But I was going to say, what, what nouse did he have when he led them into the cave? I don't know. Monsoon season. But if he turns around in a year and says a letter to all the parents, I'm going to run a skiing trip to the Himalayas. <laughs> You're not sending your kids on that, are you? Well, what if he, he, he's a serial offender and there's some research done into this chap? Right. And actually what he's doing is just trying to secure some tickets for the World Cup final. And this whole thing is going to charade. And, and you've been sucked in, haven't you? Shit. What a bastard. <laughs> to go to those lengths to get a dozen... He's gone, yeah, lads. Watch him. Oh, what are you doing next week? Kilimanjaro, are you? In your underpants? Yeah. Dickhead. We're on to him now, though, mate, aren't yeah. we? Well, well, I read, though, that he had 12 years as a monk. Mm-hmm. 12 years as a monk. And um, the head coach of the club that he works at, as assistant coach, because there's been a clamour for him to be charged... He said, well, mate, he just needs to go back and be a monk for a bit. (laughs) That's how you serve penance in Thailand. They don't have prisons. Just go and be a monk for a bit. Right. Have a think about what you've done. I think think they do have prisons. (laughs) Richard Keyes needs to go to a monastery and have a think about what he's done. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. So that's all I had. (laughs) Too late with the jingle. Too late with the jingle. That was it. When you said Richard Keyes needs to go to a monastery and think about what he's done, do it again, I'll play it. Richard Keyes needs to go to a monastery and think about what he's done. Hello and welcome to Murderers Serving Time in a Monastery with me, Marvin Dickinson. And me, Tam Ryan. That's a... That, People would listen to that. Murderers <laughs> serving time in a monastery. It's a bit niche, isn't it? <laughs> niche. I think in a monastery, you know, it's all dead quiet and that. I think every now and again, they should just chuck him round and kill climb. <laughs> Cock out with a pint in his hand. Just tearing it up a bit. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they've, they've thought about that, has it? I, I imagine they have. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that's cropped up at the... Uh, the judge. How the did they have a meeting is... in a monastery because they're all quiet? AGM. A what? AGM. They have an AGM? They must do. No, but I, no, but I mean, when they have the meeting, oh, do they just like, nod at each other and stuff? or Mine, wouldn't it? All in mine. All in mine. All the best monks It'd be like, are mime artists. It would be like the best give us a clue ever, wouldn't it? Yeah. You started off. Oh, I'm 
doing it, aren't you? You're doing it, aren't you? How, how do we express mind with no words? Tom just went to the most basic, give us a clue, film. You did a film thing, didn't you? Tenoga. Yeah. Yeah, I did a film. I did the, I did the, the hand thing. You're still doing it, just miming it and not saying what it is. So no. The listener has no idea what you're doing. Well, just but, look. But, just but look. I get, you're giving them an insight into what it's like to have a meeting in a monastery. <laughs> Silence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it starts like that and then this happens. And that means on the 25th of July, we're going to book Brian Kilcline yeah. to turn up with a crate of ale. After dinner speech. After dinner speech. If we're a bit of love, Haitley will be in tow. Casino up Phuket. Graham Sooners is going to run a headbutting seminar. Yes. Oh. <laughs> on the beach. That's going to spice it up in the monastery. I tell you what, that sounds like a great night. Though. Yeah. That's a great night. And I think the, the, the monks are crying out for that sort of stuff. Mm. I think you're absolutely right. Oh, I, I can't add to that. I think, um, I think we've done it. Yeah. It says on my iPad here, I've got to update payment details. What? Just to have your iPad switched on? That's bullshit, isn't it? I don't know, mate. I think this is a definite lull in the podcast if you're started doing lull. that. Massive lull. Massive lull. So we've done, we've done 37 minutes. Yeah. I, th I think the first 10 minutes we're finding our feet because we mm. were just struggling a bit with with what happened well, last no, night. We were still getting, we're still in, I'm still, I still feel vaguely depressed about it. Yeah. And I, I will do for the next month, I think. Yeah. I think we've done well to even put out a podcast just 13 hours mm. after sporting disappointment on a scale not known for over a quarter of a century. Correct, mate. Correct. So, the, so if anything, the listener will be thankful, grateful for the insights they've received today. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, if you want, you could let us know what you think. Oh, is that a good idea? No, because your mate, what, what, um, was it the goose? Goose, so yeah. He thought it was shit, didn't he? Well, no, I asked him for his honest assessment and he went, honestly, and I was getting nervous at that point because when someone does honestly with a rising intonation yeah, and he went, I thought it was shit. So he did say that, you're right. Yeah. Five minutes though, that's all he gave us. He gave us five minutes and they weren't our strongest five minutes. No. If he gives us five minutes at the top of this one, again, I think he's going to have a similar opinion. I agree. Part of me thinks we should somehow edit out the first five minutes, but it's like they're, they're your own children. You've got to look after your own babies, mm. haven't you? Well, you, you? You know, you kick them sometimes. But... I, 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 don't do, I don't do that. Your sister's gone to school. Your, your sister, your, your, your daughter. They're two different people. Yeah. Your sister-daughter has gone to school today <sighs> with, a, with a bruise on her left thigh. She hasn't got only because you put foundation on it yes. this morning. Yeah, this I know, but I didn't. I didn't do that. The missus did that. So, there we are. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been a lot of fun. And, um, is it over? I think it's over. I've, um, we're going to do episode three, I think, aren't we? Yeah, we'll do episode three. Not now. Not now. Next week. Yeah, good. Are we done? We're done.
Thanks for listening. Cheers. If you did.